You might say these Lithuanians are trying to pass as Russians, but they aren't calling themselves Russians. We support Udia, protesters are chanting, in a war game exercise in Lithuania with the message that if Russia tries anything in the Baltic states, like what happened in eastern Ukraine, Moscow can expect a swift response, a lightning response, in fact. And that's what Vice News reporter Henry Langston observed when he went to Lithuania to exclusively witness Operation Lightning Strike, the four-day war games exercise that was the first drill to prepare Lithuania's newly formed rapid reaction force for such a Russian attack. Langston says the exercise was designed to give Russia pause without making them mad at Lithuania, hence the fake name, Udia. These sort of events in eastern Ukraine uh, last year and, and this year have sort of put those Baltic states on edge. That's Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia. They're sort of uh, EU states, also members of, of NATO. But given that Russia used protecting of Russian speakers in those regions as a pretext for, for that intervention, it's this, the same sort applies to the Baltic states. The, all three states have Russian-speaking minorities, and they fear that that could be used against them in the future. Now, you observed Lithuania attempting to show some force here in the form of a uh, war game. Um, is this purely symbolic or... Could Lithuania, with the military tools at its disposal, actually buy some time if uh, suddenly Russian uniforms or those, you know, strange anonymous green uniforms show up on the Lithuanian border? I mean, that's the sort of point of the exercise is to try and at least make sure that the Lithuanian military is, is capable of of buying some time. I mean, in terms of the exercise, it was aimed around this idea of hybrid warfare, sort of foreign-backed armed insurgents taking over government buildings and infrastructure points and causing trouble on the border, that sort of thing. That the Lithuanians believe that they could they could handle and get a hold on. But if it became a sort of more conventional large-scale invasion, this rapid reaction force that they created last year probably would not be able to buy the country that much time, and they'd have to sort of ensure that or hope that their NATO allies would step in to uh, intervene at some point. Well, let's try to get a feel for how realistic this was. Listen. There will be a kind of, you know, little skirmish here, and we will look for the rea- for reaction from our own forces. But we do not know what happens next. Right? That's, a, that's a part of the game. So that's one of the opposing forces' vehicles. And now there's... There are some uh, armed men now coming out out of the vehicle and firing towards the rapid reaction force. Now, Henry, you've had some experience with this in in real live uh, war zones. Um, How realistic was this and how much of a sense did you get that this was actual tactical maneuvers versus, you know, some sort of theater? I mean, the Lithuanian military are pretty well drilled. They're well supplied, modern weaponry to an extent, and more so than the Ukrainian forces uh, I've observed over there. It's as realistic as I think as these sort of exercises can can really be. This was the first real nationwide test of, of the rapid reaction force. So it was more about seeing how they coordinated with local police forces and also sort of police forces, the Ministry of Interior, so the National Police. Some of the drills, some of the the techniques they were using were very realistic, but ultimately they're not being shot at for real. And the real thing, I mean, that's the other kind of bizarre element here. Um, On the one hand, you know, a, a, a simulation is not an actual war. But if there were to be an actual war in Lithuania, the opponent could only be one 
country. It can't be Uganda and it can't be, you know, the state of Florida. It's it's definitely going to be the Russians. How do they handle that? Well, I mean, that's the thing that the Lithuanians have quite a close relationship with the current Ukrainian government. You know, they're, they're trying desperately to observe those tactics used by the pro-Russian forces and the Russian regular forces in Crimea and eastern Ukraine as much as possible to get an idea of what might happen if a similar sort of thing happened in Lithuania. These are difficult scenarios to uh, train for and to practice for. But I think from what I've observed, I think they've got off to a good start. And there will always be essentially now one step ahead of, of any sort of uh, pro Russian separatist movement or, or whatever it is, um, because at least they'll have some sort of force designed to deal with it. And this is just basically what the Ukrainians didn't have. But uh, they don't call the opponents Russians in this simulation, right? No, it's funny because the the rhetoric coming from the Lithuanian government is very sort of it's quite obvious that they see Russia as a threat. But in terms of the exercise, they gave uh, Russia a, a different name. They, the sort of the aggressors in the exercise were from the fictional state of Udia. And so, you know, a completely separate flag, a whole bit of backstory behind the leader of this country. So, yeah, they, they're making sure that they're not going to um, cause a diplomatic incident with this kind of exercise. But ultimately, it's, it's quite obvious who they're really talking about. I mean, it's absolutely artificial countries uh, and it has nothing to do with reality. That's the main idea we say during every kind of exercise. So we're definitely saying that that's not Russia right there. Absolutely. But we are saying that's Latvia there. That's no problem. That's no problem. That's Latvia. <laughs> so who is that you're speaking with there? The ringmaster of the circus or some actual <laughs> official in, uh, in Lithuania? So he's, he's one of the uh, Lithuanian commanding officers of, of the Rapid Reaction Force. And so he's, his job is... So what more of a back in the HQ checking over the progress of the exercise, um, but also a bit of you know press liaison. And we were the as far as we were aware, we were the only foreign press covering the event. Henry Langston, any evidence uh, during your reporting of NATO buildup over there, or the idea that uh, uh, has started to be reported this week that the U.S. may be preparing for as many as five thousand troops to be supported by war material that's being sent to uh, the front lines, including possibly some of the Baltic countries? Um, well, we, we didn't sort of observe any buildup. It is sort of obviously you can see a lot of the American-made uh, weaponry, tanks, uh, APCs, that sort of thing. But I wouldn't say it's a, we observed a buildup. We know that over the past year there's been an increase in NATO uh, military flights across the Baltic airspace. So we sort of could see this coming so that, you know, the defense of, of Europe can be uh, be a strong one from the start. Some of the ground views of uh, what looks like uh, a new 21st century Cold War. Henry Langston is a reporter for Vice News just back from Lithuania. Henry, thanks so much. No worries. Thank you. You can find a link to the Vice News episode, The Russians Are Coming, Lithuania's Operation Lightning Strike, at thetakeaway.org. The Takeaway is supported by Lumosity.com, Brain training designed by neuroscientists that has been used by 60 million people worldwide. With personalized training programs to challenge memory, attention, and problem solving. Learn more at Lumosity.com. And Curious.com, committed to helping people learn more than 15,000 skills like Japanese, Java, and juggling. Curious.com, grow your skills. Learn more at Curious.com slash PRI.